Cinema Sit Down, recorded Sunday, August 5th, 2018, episode 213, a review without spoilers of Mission Impossible Fallout, hosted by Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. The following podcast has been approved for all audiences by Flying Bull Productions. Part of any film is the sit down afterwards. Richard Lofsk and Ryan Bull bring you Cinema Sit Down. Welcome to Cinema Sit Down. I'm Ryan Bull, one of two hosts across the table from me is Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? Great. Uh, today we're going to be reviewing Mission Impossible uh, without spoiling the film for our fans. Real quick, uh, some housekeeping because we're not sure. If you've listened to the spoiler episode yet, um, this show used to be called Laugh. Uh, we've changed the name of the program, but we're keeping the numbering. So we've done 212 episodes of Laugh. This is episode 213. If you subscribe to the show, everything should just update seamlessly so you don't have to worry. But from now on, if you're searching for the show, it's Cinema Sit Down. Um, so the wait, other this this one's coming out after the spoiler episode? I don't know which. Uh, we'll, we'll release them both at the same time. All right, all right, that makes right. sense. And I don't know which one people are listening to first. Hopefully, <laughs> there's no point listening to this one if you've already listened to the spoiler. They just want more of us. <laughs> okay, there you go, that'll um, be fine. But yeah, for every movie review, we're going to have two episodes. We'll have one that has spoilers and where we can talk about anything at any time, and then we'll have a non-spoiler episode. So if you're trying to figure out if you need to go watch this film or why you should go watch this film, fine. you can listen to this. Uh, so that's enough of the housekeeping. Uh, today's re- review is uh, Tom Cruise's sixth Mission Impossible film, a franchise that began back in 1996. He plays Ethan Hunt, who's trying to track down some missing plutonium that the bad guys are trying to use in atomic bombs to cause worldwide destruction. Uh, with the help of his friends, he runs, jumps, drives, and flies as he tries to save everyone. Right, <laughs> that's a pretty good synopsis. Yeah, uh, we reviewed the previous flies or falls. Well, he flies. He, he flies some flies and falls. Yeah. Oh, he flies a helicopter. Yeah, too. yeah. He does. He does everything in this. Yeah, he does um, a lot of stuff. We reviewed Mission Impossible: Road Nation back three years ago, episode sixty-eight. Apparently, we didn't agree on the show. No, we did. I didn't like it at all. Um, did you like this film though? Are, are you coming around on Mission Impossible? No. Well, w- wait. The whole franchise or yeah. everything? Uh, this movie is a standalone movie. It's fine. I enjoyed it. I saw it in IMAX. Or no, uh, Dolby Cinema on a big screen. I guess maybe like a Limax type of screen. But I think if I were to recommend anyone to go see it, I would recommend that they go see it in big, giant IMAX movie theater. Because why not? I mean, this is probably the second biggest spectacle film of the summer, right? First was Avengers. Okay. And now you've got this. Very different film from Avengers. You've already mentioned the stunt work. Right. Um, It's really strong in this film. There's a lot of good action sequences. There are four major ones that could cap off pretty much any other action film. And this, I mean, you get two of them within the first 30, 40 minutes. My guess is that this movie for you is going to be in your top 10 at the end of the year. It's, yeah, I, I would think so. Because it's got to be your favorite movie of the summer so far. 
Like, yeah, it's, it's probably. I was thinking that you would have seen in theaters, but it's probably even uh, watching, streaming online or at home or any movie that you've caught up with. It's probably better than than most of those. Yeah, I, I, I would be comfortable saying this is my favorite movie of the summer. It definitely lives up to the hype. If you want pure action, favorite part of the movie. Favorite part. Um, there's a Halo jump sequence that I thought was pretty impressive. Just the cinematography and just realizing how hard that stuff is to do. What about you? The there was a line in the movie that reminded me of another movie <laughs> where uh, they're going to meet somebody and they introduce her name as uh, something Mistopolis activist and th- philanthropist. <laughs> and I just thought it was a hard thing to say to maybe laugh because it reminded me of Foxcatcher when uh, I guess Steve Carell introduced himself as activist, no, philatelist, philanthropist, and or- ornithologist. <laughs> it's made me laugh. And Channing Tatum can't get it right. <laughs> no, then it goes back and forth like that. So I thought it was a callback to that. Maybe there was some good humor in this film. There were some funny bits, though a, bit, a lot of them did seem like they were ADR'd in after the fact. Has there ever been a less active action star than Ving Rhames? <laughs> I mean, he's in he's in five, now six action movies, right? Mm-hmm. This is the sixth one in the franchise. He's been in every one of them, and I don't know if he's... Has he ever run? I mean, compare him to, to Tom Cruise in this movie... He does a lot of sitting. Yeah, he he, he gets himself in trouble. <laughs> there is one funny bit where uh, either he or Simon Pegg has to put on a rubber mask. Right. And Simon Pegg's like, why me? And yeah, exactly. just points at the two of them. <laughs> right. like, Come on. Right. No, right. I, yeah, I enjoyed all of that. I enjoy watching real stunt work going on. I, I, I'm getting a little tired of the CGI fests, especially yeah. at this point in the summer. So this is a nice palate cleanse. Sadly, I think that you really can't tell the difference nowadays. But now the CG has gotten so good. And then really when you compare it, CG created stunts or or spectacles to this movie, this movie contains things that you don't think normal people can do anyway. So you can't believe your eyes, you know. This is the equivalent of like, uh, you know, in Magic they have bullet catch tricks. Mm Mm-hmm. This is like a landmine step trick where they, it, I mean, they're really getting blown up or something. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I mean, no one incurs fall damage. Yeah. And, and I mean, Cruz falls a lot in this film. I think he limps away in that one scene. Because I think in that one sequence where mm-hmm. he actually, in the marketing for it, he jumps across two buildings and he breaks his leg or breaks his ankle or something. Yeah. I think that's the cut they use in the movie. Uh and I think he limped away. Mm-hmm. In the, yeah, in he kept the going with the shot. He didn't want to ruin the shot. But then in the movie, he sprints off after somebody after that. And he, he runs across the top of the building. So you really can't believe your lion eyes. But at least it's live action. Mm-hmm. You can't believe your eyes. So for yeah, that reason. I, I think this is a nice way to cap off summer. I don't think movie. that there are any other summer films that we're really looking forward to. Possibly the Meg. but the Meg. I think you're already starting to have doubts about yeah. the reviews. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. not being good. Um, so you'd recommend this to people? Yep. As long as they can go see it on the biggest screen possible. Go see it on the large screen you can possibly see it on. I definitely, I, I would have to agree with you. Will this make your top 10 list at the end of the year? Probably not. Really? Yeah. It doesn't even make my top 20 Tom Cruise movies. Favorite Tom Cruise movies. 
That's a shame. I don't. Yeah, I'm not into action movies, Mr. Bull. I know, but this is uh, okay. Last question then. A lot of the marketing has said, you know, this is one of the highest reviewed action movies of all time. Will this movie stand up? Is this something that we'll point at in 10 years? Is this another Matrix, Speed, Die Hard type film? I don't know. I mean, because it's hard to distinguish between this and Fast and Furious and all the, I guess, maybe Rogue Nation and Ghost Protocol and stuff like that that preceded it. So it's just not a you might think of some of the action set pieces, but then when you're done with it, you go, okay, that was great. I just saw it, but you, you're just on to the next big thing. I think now you blink and it goes away. So the halo jump sequence was great, but what are you, are you going to think about it later? Is it going to be something that occurs to you later to consider? Do you have to think about it any more than you did when you actually saw it? I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know it's going to be one of the greatest action movies of all time. I, I don't know. I think what does hurt is that we're getting away from rentals and stuff and that people can watch so many other things whenever they want. I mean, when I was in college, I remember everyone had the Matrix DVDs. And there were guys who just, I mean, ran those DVDs over right. and over again because they only owned four movies. Hmm. So. Yeah, is there any reason to watch this movie again and again and again and again when, when you, six months from now there'll be something bigger? And, and you can go on Netflix and choose from 500 other action right. movies easily. Might, mm. It might make it hard. But I do recommend this. You're the same way? Yep. Go see it. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you. There be dragons. Hawks that bone, everybody. What did you think of today's show? Send in your feedback by tweeting at CSD Podcast, emailing cinemasitdown at gmail.com, or messaging us on facebook.com backslash cinemasitdown. Cinema Sit Down is a Flying Bull production.